what up what up what up thank y'all for joining it's been a couple weeks i know i've been tripping a lot going on thank y'all for hanging in there thank y'all for coming back for continued support always appreciate it never take it for granted We're going to get into some stuff tonight, but we got some stuff to talk about. I was going to wait another week, and it was like, nah, you got to let this go. You can't, you can't wait. You can't wait. Um, Like I said, thank y'all for joining. Thank y'all for coming in. We live on Facebook and YouTube right now. Um, first time to the show. It's not going to go how you think it's going to go. Principles of parameters, you know what I'm saying? You know, we're governors. We don't do nothing else. We ain't trying to do nothing else. Ah, man. I got that out the way. Man, man, man. It's been a lot going on. Um, I don't even know where should I start. There's so much foolery. I don't know where I should start at. Let me start here. Let me start here. About three weeks ago, it might be almost a month now, by, by, by about three weeks ago, it was a young man. Um, his name was uh, Eddie Azari. I hope I'm saying his name correctly. If not, uh, I, my apologies, no disrespect. Um, allegedly, supposedly, what happened was the Philadelphia Police Department was following the kid about 21 years old, some early 20s, Hispanic, didn't speak any English. Um, supposedly they was following him. So he wound up going down the wrong way and parked. <clears throat> Police pulled up behind him. They get out their car, one go to the passenger side, one go to the driver's side. The, the, the cop that went to the, uh, the passenger side um, observed weapons in his car so simultaneously when the, the, the other officer is going to the, the driver's side of the vehicle um, he's hearing the captain get a weapon which that's what they said happened I still can't find a video where he's saying weapon where he's screaming gun weapon anything to that extent still haven't found that video yet even with the body cam so what wound up happening was, was that um, the officer, like I said, the officer, one went to the passenger side, one, one went to the driver's side. One allegedly yelled weapon, yelled gun. I heard both stories. Um, and the officer that was on the driver's side wound up pulling out his firearm, firing five shots through the, the, the driver's side window and one shot through the, uh, the front windshield, killing the guy quite naturally. They sent out a dispatch over radio, all of a sudden ball shooting shots fired. So while this is going on on that radio call, right? An officer relayed to dispatch that the young man Eddie Azari got out of his vehicle and lunged at the officer with one of his uh with a knife. I'm, I'm gonna say that again. Say that again. Good. What was sent out over the radio, what was sent out over the dispatch radio, 
But we'll send out over the dispatch radio. Hey, YouTube, can y'all hear me? Please say something. Let me know y'all can hear me. Y'all in here, like the video and let me know y'all can hear me. Um. So what went out over the radio was officer of all or shots fired, whatever the case may be. And um, that the young man Eddie Azari got out the video. I mean, got out the the the, 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 the vehicle and lunged at the officer that fired the shot with a knife. Two days later, so it's happened on a Monday, I think, by Wednesday. Um. The police commissioner, Danielle Outlaw, is at a press conference stating that what we all seen on the video, right? Anybody that's seen pictures prior to um, the official um, body cam footage being released. She came out and stated, the young man never got out of his vehicle. He never got out of his vehicle. The shots that was fired. You, uh, Facebook, like the video. Let me know y'all here. Um, the young man never got out. He never got out of his vehicle. He never got out the driver's side, the driver's seat. But all the shots that that hit him was hit, were hit him while he was sitting inside the vehicle. So the whole story about him lunging at the officers and stuff like that, it never took place. Right? It never happened. He never got out of his vehicle. He never lunged at the officers with, with a knife. They found two knives in his car. I want to say two knives they found in his vehicle. They didn't find any firearm. They didn't find no gun, none of, none of the sort. Right? So they're asking her, the presses, they're asking the, the police commissioner and the deputy of, of, of ops, of detectives, asking them, where did the information come from that this young man lunged at the cop, that the officer with a knife? They said they're working to determine where that information came from and who stated that. This ain't rocket science. One of the two officers, or both of the officers, one of them at the scene, relayed the dispatch that this young man lunged at this officer with a knife. That's the reason why he was shot. So it's a classic case of police misconduct and trying to frame do a frame job but thankfully and this is why they really had to come out and tell the truth not only because of the body cam footage that the district attorney office immediately um received because that be it, that became evidence that was no longer evidence of the philadelphia police department that became evidence of the um the philadelphia uh, district attorney office because of the officer of board shooting a fatal shooting at that so they couldn't they couldn't sweep it under the rug but in addition to that there was a, a a door ring camera of somebody's house that seemed that that captured the whole incident. That captured the whole entire incident. So we seen the footage from the ring the the, the ring camera well before we seen the um, the body cam footage. So like I said, they couldn't sweep under the rug. They couldn't lie about it. They they couldn't do anything. They had to tell the truth. They had to tell the absolute truth. You understand what I'm saying? But for them to come out and say, I don't know where this information came from, you're still not telling the truth. Understand what I'm saying? You're still not telling the truth. It had to come from the officer on the scene. And more than likely, it came from the officer that fired the shots. 
If I was a betting man, I would bet the officer that fired the shots is the one that relayed that to dispatch with that bogus ass story of this young man got out of his vehicle and lunged at the uh, uh, and lunged at him with a knife. So now this guy suspended, right, with the intent to dismiss. But he's not fired or, or, or suspended with the intent to dismiss because of the shooting. He's fired, so all intents and purposes, he's fired. So I'm gonna say fired, right? Technically, he's not fired, but we're gonna say fired because that's gonna be the end result. He's only in trouble with the police department for a while being suspended or fired because he didn't cooperate with the IA investigation. Meaning, they got they give him like 72, 96 hours or something like that. And I think it's 72 hours after the shooting um, before they got to make an official statement. They give them that time frame so they can talk to um, an attorney, right? Because, you know, they, they get the police department appointed attorney, right? Well, say, but this ain't your regular um, public defender, right? This ain't your regular public defender. So let's not get the true, let's not get the two crisscross, right? This, this, this lawyer is more than likely uh, supplied by the uh, FOP, Fraternal Order of Police. More than likely that's what it's supplied by, right? So, um, he has, I think it's 72 hours or 96 hours, something like that, to consult with his attorney, go over whatever game plan they're going to go over before he makes an official statement to uh, the Turner Affairs investigators. So after that time was up, and um, IA approached him about, you know, officially interviewing him, whatever the case may be. He wasn't cooperative in the interview, meaning he didn't answer their questions. He didn't give an official statement. He refused to give an official statement. Probably at, under the advisement of his attorney, whatever the case may be. So they, they suspended him with an attempt to dismiss. But that doesn't mean anything, right? That doesn't mean anything. Let me tell you why that don't mean nothing. Because even if you get suspended and you get fired, right? At the adjudication of the case, you can always go to get your job back if you win the case. So it don't mean nothing with him getting suspended or him getting attempted to be fired or whatever the case may be. It really doesn't mean a lot. When you really look at it and frame it appropriately, look at it through the proper lens, it don't mean nothing. Right? He's, he's under advisement as an attorney. His attorney tell him, don't make no official statement. Like, um, we want to deal with whatever we want to deal with in court. We got we to win the court battle. Then we could double back the word about your job. If I was a lawyer, that's what I would say. And I'm pretty sure his lawyer get paid a whole lot of money to tell him exactly that. So, and, and that's and that's the nonsense part, right? You can you can shoot somebody that wasn't armed, that wasn't posing a threat. You can shoot him through a window. How come he's not locked up immediately? He's not officially charged. I mean, he's, a, he's been officially charged with murder too. But he should have been locked. If that was me or you, we'd be locked up on the spot. We'd be locked up on the spot. I don't understand why it takes two weeks, three weeks for an officer to be arrested for something that's clear cut, dry, straight to the point. Why does it take that long? That's me or you. We get roofed immediately. We get roofed immediately if that's me or you. They not. We they ain't gotta wait no three weeks to charge us with no murder. We gonna get roofed. They're not going to give us bail, and they gave this guy bail. I don't know if he posted it, but and they gave this guy bail. We're not getting no bail. This is the stuff, the same stuff that I be talking about all the time when it comes to, you got different rules for the police versus us. Like, no, nah, we all need to have the same rules. Now, I get why they got due process. I get due process. I get it. But in a case that's clear-cut, dry, straight to the point, and such as this, 
with his due process. Come here, fingerprint, mugshot, dig on your cell to trial. That's due process at that point. That's what that should look like. Because that's what mine would look like. What are we talking about here? What are we doing here? Like it doesn't make any sense. It don't take that long. Like it's on video. The guy's dead wrong. The guy's dead wrong. And Philadelphia has an ugly history with police of all killers of, of citizens, man. All done on. It's an ugly history of that, man. I know y'all not too abreast. Some of y'all depend on where y'all at, where y'all live at. Y'all not too abreast of that. But, I mean, just dig through some history and do a little bit of research and you'll see what I'm talking about. It's an ugly, bloody history, man. Then you got... Then you got to be talking about that for 15 minutes. I'm... I'm We'll see how they get uh, adjudicated. Then you got the Pennsylvania Spider-Man. So you got this dude from that, that's originally from Brazil named Kyle Vicante or something like that, right? This <laughs> actually, for me, it's pretty funny. Some people might not find the humor like I find. So this guy, Kyle Vicante, whatever his name is, he's from Brazil. He murdered somebody in Brazil. I think it was a female. I think it was some domestic type related thing. Right? He escaped prison and hid in the in the forest in a, a Brazilian rainforest for over a year, right? <laughs> Which you know that's some harsh conditions, right? Over a year in the, in the rainforest, that ain't normal, right? So he hid in the rainforest. He then bounces. Somehow he bounces. With the police looking for him the whole nine, they try and lock him up, right? He bounces, he escaped that. He ends up in Puerto Rico. So from Puerto Rico, I don't say how much time he spent in Puerto Rico, but he's in Puerto Rico for whatever amount of time, right? If anybody know and can help me out and fill me in, it'd be greatly obliged. Um, he bounced from Puerto Rico and he ended up in Chester County, Pennsylvania. So he wind up meeting this young lady and he winds up stabbing her 38 times in front of her son. He's arrested for it. He just blew trial like uh, 10, 11 days ago, he just blew trial. Like two weeks ago, we'll say, we'll round it up to two weeks, just blew trial. But if people don't know what blew trial means he got found guilty, right? He got sentenced to life in prison. So he's at the Chester uh, County um, prison, awaiting to be sent to his actual state prison, right? Wherever he's going to be housed at. So in the interim, while he's waiting for that, he uh, he wind up climbing up the wall, right? It's this wall that he wind up putting his hands on one wall and his feet on the other wall and climbing to the ceiling. So. He wound up like 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 he's pretty much planking, almost like planking. He got his he got his hands on one on one wall. He got his hands on one wall. He got his feet on the other wall, and he's literally climbing up the wall, right? One that's crazy with the body strength. I'm gonna give him credit, right? <laughs> well, he in prison. He probably just been working out anyway. So he climbing up the wall. He get to the he get to the roof. He wind up uh. Getting over the barbed wire, all that type stuff. Don't know how he did none of that. 
um, and somebody in the tower, they didn't see him, <laughs> right? So he, um, he, he escaped. He run back in the woods, right? He run in the woods in, in Chester County, Pennsylvania, run in the woods. So for the last 10 days or so, he's been in the woods, running around the woods, stealing cars, stealing clothes, stealing guns from people's homes and cars that they still have their stuff on a lot. But somehow or another, he's managed to escape apprehension for the last 10 days, right? Back in the woods. So my thing, if he can survive in Brazilian woods, shit, Chester County, Pennsylvania woods, or American woods should be a layup for him. It should be, I'm saying, it's totally too, it's way different, rougher terrain down there in Brazil when you're dealing with that rainfall. You got everything coming your way, right? So it's this major uh, drag that they got. They got state police, they got uh, ICE, Homeland Security, Border Protection, um, all kinds of uh, different federal agencies. FBI, everybody, right? That's out, that built the perimeter so this guy can't escape the perimeter. <laughs> so they got the drones, they got the, they got the helos, they got the, um, they got the infrared detection, they got the dogs, ATVs, they got all this stuff looking for this guy. Or every corner there's a trooper or some, or some type of uh, law enforcement uh, vehicle station, right? Somehow, this guy still is a van, Breaks containment, 30, 40 miles up the road somewhere until, until, until the van he stole run out of gas. So riddle me this. Maybe somebody can answer this. How in the hell were all the police out there that's supposed to have a tight perimeter where you cannot get outside the perimeter what they got established? So tell me how this guy gets out, not only gets out of there, but drives out of there. So, so under my estimation, somebody else should get fired. They fired the dude that was in the guard tower. They fired him that was at the, at the, at the prison. They fired him for, for him escaping. So whoever had that section of the perimeter, he probably should be, he or she should probably be fired as well. Because tell me how in the hell do you break that? where his face is on the news, especially up there in the local news, his face is on the news, permanently. He, he's the big story, he's the headline story. So last night, allegedly, he stole some, uh, he broke, I think he broke in the car, he broke in somebody's house, stole some guns. They wind up shooting at him seven times. They ain't find no blood trail, so they won't think he got hit. But he wound up still on a 22 long rifle. So now you got a desperate guy that proved he, he's more than capable of killing. Like he definitely proved that. He killed formally and domestically. <laughs> right? He got, he got the murder game down packed. He ain't he ain't he ain't he ain't slipping on the murder game. He got the murder game down, right? Now you get his gun, this guy. A rifle. So now they say, once again, they say they got him boxed in the perimeter where he can't get out. Like, yo, once again, he can't get out of this perimeter. We got him pretty well contained in this corridor, and he's not going to escape. So now I'm waiting to watch the news in the morning to say he's escaped. 
Because <laughs> don't, it don't make no sense. Like, I don't know who trained these guys. Like, maybe it's a training issue. But I don't know because some of these federal guys, they really train. Like, they really train, train. So, well, maybe it's the state police. Maybe it's the Pennsylvania State Police that's not good. I don't know. I mean, I know they're good at beating people up. I know that for a fact. They definitely good at beating people up, putting their boots on people necks. Never mind, that's another conversation for another day. But um, yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm just sitting here trying to do the math, and I got I got smoke coming out my ears. Cause you know I only got to the ninth grade. I can't do calculus, so this is well beyond one plus one. But somebody out there can help me with understanding that foolishness. Please do. I got a whole Kill Bill list tonight. Who else on my Kill Bills? Oh yeah. Oprah and Dwayne Rock Johnson. Y'all definitely on my kill bill list. Please explain to me. So, so, so there's been this ugly rumor in history that the federal government wanted parts of um, Hawaiian Island for whatever reason, right? I think, I think actually saying Wall Street, um, they wanted to invest in a certain part of um, the Hawaiian Island for whatever personal reason they wanted to invest. Um. So, the fire really didn't catch nobody by surprise. For some reason, as everybody know, the woman that was in charge of the um, electrical grid out there didn't turn the power off. She had all these bogus reasons why the power, why she didn't feel comfortable with cutting the power off, even though we cut the power off, that would have helped um, sustain less damage. That didn't make no sense. I think she got a check, me personally. I think somebody gave her a check, right? Um, because it doesn't make sense. Like, like that's just basic fire rules, ain't it? Like, that's just basic fire rules. If you, if you, if you got a fire and you got anything electrical going on around the fire, you cut the power. In some cases, they cut the whole grid off, right? We talk about here just residential fires. Depending on how bad it is and how bad it can spread and what's around it, and you know what I mean, what what they can't afford, what they can't protect necessarily, and what they can't afford to be damaged, right? But um, um. Yeah, but for some reason she didn't see the need to cut the power grid, even though, like I said, cutting the power grid would help that area sustain less damage. They'll be in the container fire a lot easier. So you have private. So the reason why the Wayne Rock Johnson, Oprah Winfrey on my kill bill list, other people on my kill bill list too. Hey, Bradford, you just missed. I just got them bombing on the police again. Um, you can you can go back and watch from the beginning. You can see me bombing the police. Oh, um, but. Um, there's a lot of entertainers and celebrities, quote unquote celebrities, that have um, property over there in the, in the area where uh, this particular fire occurred. So they were sending private, private they was paying for private jets and planes or whatever to fly over there to protect their property so it doesn't catch on fire. Meanwhile, the whole rest of the island is burning down. So. Oprah is one of the people that initially spearheaded that campaign with financing those planes to go over there to ensure that her property doesn't get damaged. Then other cele celebrities jumped on board with ensuring that their properties were secure and wasn't damaged. But, but they wasn't using those same resources to assist the people over there that actually lost everything that can't quite naturally afford to lose everything. Right? So to me, this is like this probably equivalent to some insider trading. That's not me. I got equated to something. I got. I, I need some kind of correlation and analogy, right? Because 
This is a person that's worth billions of dollars who can afford to rebuild. Who can afford to rebuild? These other people can't afford to rebuild. They literally sleeping outside. They ain't got nowhere to sleep. They don't know what's next. They don't know anything. Meanwhile, you can buy, you can build a house in every state if you want to. And we ain't talking about no, 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 no regular house. You can build a mansion in every state if you want to. And not miss the money. I got a $3 million house. Hey, I got a $10 million house. Hey, I got $100 million. It ain't nothing to you. So you mean to tell me you do that, but meanwhile, people losing everything. And then, so now y'all come up with this campaign where y'all trying to raise all this money to save face. Man, y'all some suckers. That's some sucker shit. Ain't no other way to say it. I got to say, I got to call a spade a spade on that. I can't gloss around that. I can't dance around that. Like, I already don't like you. I ain't gonna lie, I already don't like you. I already would trade you in for goddamn Justin Timberlake. I already would do that. Cause you don't stand on nothing. And I gotta do some research because I gotta check some logs. I gotta check some 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 uh plane manifest. Because I gotta see if it's true or not. Yeah, yeah, brothers definitely called insurance. And like I'm saying, the, the worst part about it is they got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't trying to count nobody's pockets. I ain't even on that kind of time. I'm just saying from the, the standpoint of principles and parameters, right? Where you fuel planes for people to go over there to ensure your property straight. Meanwhile, people losing everything. You're not fueling planes to assist people in dire need. You're fueling planes to assist yourself. And you're the person that can afford to lose the most. These people can't afford to lose nothing. You can afford to take a lost head, lost dead. It ain't gonna mean nothing to you. Damn, I gotta rebuild. Alright, and you got insurance. Like, like you said, Bradford, and you got insurance. Like you probably can't replace the, the certain artifacts and items that's in the house. I get that. You know what I'm saying? I get that. But you got people that literally lost everything. <laughs> Red Cross and Salvation Army is all they got. They can't look at an account with a bunch of zeros in it. They can't call no realtor and say, yeah, uh, they can't call no builder and say, yeah, how much it's gonna cost for me to rebuild that same house to specs. They can't have that conversation. They can't talk like that. And you know how, and then, oh, but the sad part, Brad, you know how the insurance game play with the people that can't afford to lose it. Those are the people they don't want to pay. Those are the people that ain't got to jump through hoops the most to get their insurance claims paid out. You know what I'm saying? These people can't afford none of this. They can't even afford to pay the phone bill this month because they lost everything. Job sites closed. Ain't no money. Ain't no currency flowing. Ain't no currency flowing. Where they going to work at? It's burnt down. And we know the insurance game. We know the insurance companies don't want to pay the people that can't, the people that need the most help is the people that the insurance companies do not want to pay out. It, it, it literally doesn't make, it's acid. It doesn't make any sense, man. It's retarded. You know what I'm saying? But you go, like I said, but you pay all this money for, I want to, I want to know what that tab is. That tab got to be crazy. That's to have to play up the, the, the pay a plane to fly over there to protect your 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 land, your your property, to make sure it don't burn down. With tab because that's 24 hours a day, somebody gotta be out there. We ain't got to the plane calls. 
you probably got all kinds of uh or whatever. Like like we know you keep just on retainer, like that ain't nothing for you. The jet game ain't about nothing. But you actually paying people to go over there and watch your land. No, but that's the what they relying on, right? They they the, that community is taking care of each other. You know what I'm saying? But that's not the point of it. Like 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 I mean that's a great point that you made, but that's not the point of what I'm saying. You understand what I'm saying? Like that island band together and all the people hold each other down, looking out for each other to make sure they straight, they got food, they got somewhere to lay their head. Like, yeah, they definitely have more tight-knit community than what we are here on, on the mainland. I mean, that's not, that goes without questioning what I'm saying. That's one plus one. But I'm saying how they're going to rebuild is still going to be the problem. You know what I mean? Don't rebuilding ain't but so much resources they can band together you know what I'm saying? For them to build that back. You understand what I'm saying? Still only but so much they could do for each other. Yeah, I got a bed for you. I got a plate for you. Yeah, but damn. I probably ain't got no bread to give you for you to build a house again. Two totally different conversations. And they can't afford to build that whole community back. Like, it's... You gotta look at the area that was burnt out. It's mad houses that was burnt down to the ground to a crisp. You know what I'm saying? And you got these cocksuckers, like whatever they into, all the weird stuff that they be doing, only out for self-interest. Like, and then and then when the devil back on something, no, we wasn't being selfish. We're going to create this initiative in order for to, to assist these people. Man, get out of here, man. That's some Jedi mind shit. Y'all trying to clear your own conscience. Y'all trying to clear your public image. That's all that's about. Y'all just trying to clear your public image. Y'all don't want people to kill you. You're already going to die. It don't matter. It's too late. You shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have done that. You dead wrong, man. It literally makes no sense. Literally makes no sense. And then the whole, like I said, the whole conspiracy behind uh wall street what that land to build out you know what i'm saying they probably want that to be like you know in florida like 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 in miami beach florida how they got that um that exclusive little island that rick ross just bought a mansion on where it's like it's like millionaires row there's nothing but multi-millionaires they got houses on this little island right you gotta take a little bridge or you gotta take a boat to get to this little island and you probably gotta show id to to, to, to get there it's probably ain't for regular people they probably wanted to make this island their own private joint too on that kind of time. I wouldn't be surprised. But that little funky 50 million that, that Dwayne Rock, whatever your name is, and Oprah, y'all trying to raise the same face, man, that ain't gonna work, man. The jig is already up. You already don't did the dumb shit. It's already done. How you gonna try to double back down and act like you ain't do what you did? Girl, they don't did what you did. Charge it to the game and keep it pushing. Cause you should have did that from the beginning. If you was going to do that, you should have did that from the beginning. Then people would have known it was genuine, it was real. That's what happens when people actually genuinely care about a situation. They don't wait till they got their hand caught in the cookie jar to double back and say, oh, I'm going to buy a pack of cookies. No, they come with a pack of cookies already. That's the way that works. They already come with a pack of cookies. They don't double back and bring the pack of cookies once their hand get caught. Your hand already caught. It don't mean nothing at this point. You know what I'm saying? 
I just come from a different set of rules, man. Maybe that's what it is, man. I, I look at life through a different lens and I stand on what I stand on. Like, I used to think it's crazy. I don't think it was nothing genuine behind it. I think it was some fraud type tactics. I think it was typical um, billionaire tactics, man, to be honest. Y'all don't really care about the masses. Y'all never cared about the masses. You know what I'm saying? Y'all cared about the masses. Y'all wouldn't be having these fully. Yo, you know what's ill? So y'all remember that show I did back in like maybe January, February, when I was talking about, I, I, I put up a clip about the automated um, McDonald's. I think it was out in California only at that point in time, or maybe in Texas, but it was like one. It was like, a, um, it was a pilot drone, right? And I told people that was the wave. That wave was coming, right? People was going to get put out of jobs because it's cheaper for them to, to operate that. They don't gotta pay no health care, they ain't gotta pay no salary, they ain't gotta pay no workers' comp. There's a bunch of stuff they ain't gotta pay. You understand? All that they gotta do is get some WD-40 for this machine to make sure it's still working right. A WD-40, a couple IT guys, and they in the building. That's all they need. So now, more and more of those automated McDonald's is popping up. Fully automated joints. Go through the drive-through, it's a 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 um a computer voice that come up, y'all know what I'm saying? That whole computer generated voice, the typical, hey, how you doing? Welcome to McDonald's. How can I take your order? And all that other stuff, right? Come up. And, and no, it was ill. I went through a checkers. I went through a checkers. And checkers had it. But I'm gonna be honest with y'all. That was the easiest experience I had to drive through in a long time. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Y'all know I don't do no fraud. I, I pulled up, I told her what I wanted, I told what I didn't want on the sandwich. I got two orders, I got two orders, right? Told them how I wanted my milkshake, you know, I like the strawberry, uh, strawberry banana joint, that's banana, right? No pun intended. Uh, I don't want no, I don't want certain things on my burger. Told them exactly what I wanted. Thank you, I have your orders completed. Um, drive to the window. Oh, okay. When that when I say that food came out in record time, it was actually cooked all the way. And the fries wasn't and the fries was old. <laughs> yo, yo. Nah, you don't gotta worry about no lay employees. You don't gotta worry about the employees arguing with the customers. You ain't gotta worry about these ballroom brawls. You ain't gotta worry about lawsuits. There's a bunch of stuff you no longer gotta worry about. But the, but the problem, like I said, the problem is, is that you're taking those entry-level jobs away, right? Because a lot of kids, that's their first job. Fast food, drive-through window, part-time, doing school, right? Because, you know, labor laws. Summertime, that's their gig. They there about 30 hours, whatever the maximum number of hours they could be there in the summertime. It's still capped in the summertime because of the age restriction. Well, supposed to be anyway. Let me say it like that. And... You taking those jobs away. You got, you got, you got mothers and fathers out there that got, you know what I mean? That's all they can get. You know what I mean? We ain't talking about the kids. We could go to the adults. That's all, that's all some can get. You got females out here, single parents, five kids. You know, she working, she, she, she working uh, eight to one, eight to two at Hardy's. They're going five to 10 at Wendy's. You know what I'm saying?
No, I can't say that, Bradford. I can't say kids don't want to work. I can't put everybody in a, in, in, a, in a box. Is there enough kids that don't want to work? Yes, I would agree with that. But I can't. You can't generalize that, though. You know what I mean? You got to be careful with generalizing because that's not. It's a, it's a blanket statement. It's not true across the board. Understand what I'm saying? But is it? Is it? Is it different generations where it's like less kids want to work during this generation? I agree with that. But to say kids as a blanket. All the way across the board, I probably can't. I probably can't. I can't get jiggy with that one. I can't get jiggy with that one. But they're definitely um. That's definitely going to stop some of these kids. A lot of kids from getting that entry level job that they're accustomed to getting. Um, that's going to stop a lot of, you know, like I said, single mothers or people with families, man. Just some 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 shit. Some fast food places, you got husband and wife, boyfriend and girlfriend working at the same spot. They got one car, so shoot, that's a layup. You know what I mean? I gotta do shit. We ride to work together, drop the kids off, ride to work together. It's a layup. We talking two different things. You saying cutting grass? I'm saying working the drive-through. That's two different things. I'm saying kids working the drive-through. You know what I'm saying? A lot of kids don't want to cut grass. A lot of kids was made to cut grass. I mean, it built character, but. No, that's still two different things, though. You know what I mean? Two different industries. One's pure manual labor. The other one's still blue collar, but you inside a store. You inside, hopefully, you got AC and heat. You know what I'm saying? Slightly different, then, B. Like, just slightly different. Not the same, uh, it's not the same conditions. Not the same environment. Yeah, to an extent, workers work. To an extent. You know what I mean? I don't think at 35 years old, you would have wanted to work at McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? No, you chose a profession. You chose your profession. You know what I mean? You weren't trying to, you know what I mean? You chose your profession. You look like, no, I want to do this. I'm not trying to do that. So work can't be work because if work was work, we wouldn't care about where we worked at. We wouldn't care about wages. We wouldn't care about conditions. There's a lot of stuff we wouldn't care about. So we can't say work is work. Because we care about where we work at. We care about how much we get paid to do this job, to be in these conditions in this climate. Now, if you can't get nothing, that's a different conversation. You know what I'm saying? If you can't get anything, different conversation. You know what I mean? But, nah. Um, um, I wasn't going to touch. I wasn't going to talk about this, but I'm gonna talk about this briefly because um, I, I truly, y'all know, I really don't really care about this kind of stuff, right? Um, so you got the Republicans that want to impeach Joe Biden. Oh, scratch that. Let me rewind. So the New Mexico governor, right? The governor of New Mexico, I forgot her name. Pardon me. She's put down a. Um, a firearm ban for Albuquerque, New Mexico, and another city. It's two cities she put down a firearm ban. You can't have a firearm for 30 days, I think it is. Um, if you have it, I think you can only have it like in a lockbox, like you go into the gun range or something like that. But you can't have a firearm, no concealed carry at all, 30 days. Saying the murder rate is too high. And she's trying to find a way to, um, to, to suppress it quite naturally. 
I've never heard of nobody being able to do that. I mean, that's something definitely new. Um, but she's right now, uh, they're calling for her impeachment in the state of uh, New Mexico. They're calling for her impeachment because of that. And the murder, so, so they said from January to September, it's been, pardon me. They said from January to September, there have been like 76 homicides in the state uh, um, in um, Albuquerque. So I'll I, I be, I be trying to sympathize and understand these numbers and these figures and why people jump out the window, right? Because if you tell me, like, like I don't know the history of Albuquerque. I thought Albuquerque, you know, um, I don't know the history far wise. Yeah, gun violence and the homicide rates and things like that. But if, 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 if she's calling for a gun ban in those two cities, well, Albuquerque being the higher of the two, and the murder rate and the, and the number of homicides in nine months is only at 76. Now, I'm not saying only 76 to the families, because 76 to y'all is 76. Y'all lost y'all love me. Let me talk about the grand scheme of, of numbers and analytics, right? Um, If you tell me that 76 people lost their lives in nine months, my mind says there's a lot of cities that would take that number and run with it. Um, hold on, I'm looking at the population. So, it's a half a million, a little over half a million people in Albuquerque, right? 562,000, right? Round it up to 562,000. So, because y'all know, I mean, y'all know I'm, I'm an analytical guy. I got I got to make this make sense to me. Because I got to understand the knee-jerk reaction. So for every 7,400 uh, person living in Albuquerque, a person is killed. I thought that was good analytics last time I checked it, right? I thought it was based off of a per thousand, right? So if that's the case, that's that's one homicide based off of every 7,000 people, right? I thought that was a good, I mean, not, not good for people still lost their life, but I thought that was a number that you considered low crime rate. You talking 76 homicides, you got cities out there, Philly, Chicago, Memphis, um, New York is back there. You got you got you got cities doing that. Two months, two and a half months. That's a homicide total in those cities. So I'm just trying to figure out. Like I said, I, I could be bugging. I'm just trying to really figure out the knee jack, the, the the knee jerk reaction. You know what I mean? Um, to that, I think there's other measures and things you could possibly do. But I mean, yeah, I, I get that point, but I'm still like, like I'm saying, it's probably, I think they said it increased by, um, I want to say 37%. I could be wrong. Um, the homicide rate increased. I'm not saying that. 
I'm not I'm, I'm not saying that. The homicide rate then increased from where it was at to where it's at now. It did, factually, right? I'm just saying, is that the proper measure for a number that's still to me is not is not is it's not controllable? Like like I'm saying, it's not a wildfire, it's not a bushfire. Now you saying I'm, a, I'm 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 implementing this measure so it don't get any higher, but I think there's other measures you can implement. Right, because once again, the problem I have, like I don't know, as I don't think New Mexico is one of them um, constitutional carry states. I think we still need a, a gun permit to carry in Albuquerque. If I went through the proper vetting process, so to say, to carry a firearm, a concealed firearm, why am I being penalized for the crime that's going on? Right, because my thought process works like this, and it always work like this. You can't disarm law-abiding citizens while the people that don't abide by the law is still strapped you know what i'm saying like it gotta make sense you want to you want to disarm the law-abiding citizens for them to clash without a firearm to people that's committing crimes right to your additional criminals or your criminals right they don't care about the law they don't care about that mandate. They don't care nothing about it. They're going to carry a firearm regardless. You understand what I'm saying? So now you leave me to feed to the wolves. You're not giving me the measure to properly defend myself in the event something happens. For which I believe is true. Your political stunt. Because that's what it comes down to. It's your, your own personal political stunt where you want to do something for the optics. That ain't never work. That ain't never work. Parts of Jersey still got high homicide rates. New York City took a dip for like three years and it's back up. And they got some of the strictest gun laws in America, right? California, the same thing. Like those places where they do the killing, they still been killing the whole while Why? with these strict gun laws. Why? Because the people that's committing these homicides don't care about the gun laws. So somewhere in there, you got to make it make sense, but you cannot leave law and the citizens out here to get fed on by the wolves, man. Because what happens when people know, oh, damn, yeah, that, he got a job right there. He's not in the streets. He ain't got no hammer. Let me go rob him. Let me go, you know what I'm saying? Let me go rob him. He has no defense mechanism for this, this gun I got in my hand or in my waist. He has literally no way to defend himself. So you gotta make that make sense to me. Or why you wanna keep putting past measures and leg legislation and mandates that's further restricting the law abiding citizens. You can't restrict them no more than they already restricted. You wonder why these, these dudes keep getting robbed, shot, and killed? Because, because the places where they're robbed, shot, and killed is at the highest rates. Look at the gun laws. There's no coincidence here. It's, it's the strictest gun laws in the country. Or you have a place where the gun laws on the books isn't, isn't necessarily uh, strict, but what you're dealing with is a sheriff that's in charge of issuing gun licenses, and he could do it at, he or she could do it at their discretion. You understand what I'm saying? So it's no longer about the legality measures. It's no longer about your criminal record or lack thereof. It's about my discretion, or if, I, if I'm in a good mood or not today. That's all it's going to boil down to today. What kind of mood am I, am I in 
Or am I getting a bad feeling with issuing this gun license? Yeah, I'm getting a bad feeling. Or I don't like the way his name's spelled. It could be whatever trivial matter that you want to say. Understand what I'm saying? So, like I said, once again, you got to make these things make sense to me because they don't make sense to me. I ain't the smartest dude. I don't claim to be the smartest guy. But I could do one plus one. I could do that much. And that doesn't make any form of sense. None whatsoever. How gun laws ain't got nothing to do with it? Huh? You ain't just saying gun laws ain't got nothing to do with it. We can't fix the mind, the mind, the, the, the mind state or the mental state of society. We can't do nothing like that. It already is what it is. I told you, America was built on blood. It's a gun culture. I don't care what nobody say. When they, it wasn't a gun culture. When they came across that water and bought them nasty ass, rusty, rusty ass muskets, it became a gun culture. Because how did they take over this land with a gun, with a, a musket? You know what I'm saying? You can't talk out both sides of your face on this conversation. This country was taken over with a gun. So it's a gun culture. And there's nothing you're going to do to be able to change that. Because they're not going to do is go door to door and take everybody's gun. That's not going to happen. It ain't even feasible, one. But it's not going to happen. The guns you got is the guns you got. You know what I'm saying? The guns is the guns you got is the guns you got. So don't attack the people and put laws into place restricting the people that's not breaking the laws. Go after the people that's out there committing the homicides. Put all your resources to that. Because guess what? They're not going in the gun store trying to buy a gun. They're not filling out gun permits. They're not filling out gun licenses. They're not doing that. They can't do that for the most part. You're attacking the problem from the wrong from, from, from the wrong side of the problem. And it's been and that's been dollars wasted and time wasted forever because forever this conversation has been attacked from the wrong purview. Forever now. Forever. It's, that, that part ain't even debatable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all could put more cameras, y'all could do whatever y'all need to do to find out who, who in the middle of the street shooting these weapons. Like, do that. But don't put further restrictions on the people that go to work every day that just want to protect themselves and protect their families. Don't put further restrictions on those people. Because, like I said, the people that's actually doing this, they're not going to the gun store with their name and identification purchasing a firearm. They may be going with somebody else to purchase the firearm, but they're not putting their name on the application. They're not showing their identification as part of the application process. They're not going down to the sheriff's office or the or the, or the, or the whatever office that, that, that you have to go to to fill out a, car a concealed carry permit license. They're not going in there filling that paperwork out with their identification. They're not. So let's start making this make sense on who you want to attack and who you want to address. But you're not going to fix the mind state of society where this is a gun coach that was built on blood. It's all, that part's already finito. It's already done. There's no magic pill. There's no piece of legislation. There is no oh, epiphany that's going to happen for people to stop wanting to shoot and kill people. That's not going to happen. We could try to find a way to reduce the numbers. I agree with that. But attacking people that file taxes at the end of the year and before April 18th, I think that date is, ain't it. That's not the answer. That ain't never been the answer. That ain't never been the answer. It's been foolishness. 
for people in office to say that they're attacking gun measures and they're trying their best to quell gun violence. That's that's been the angle. That's been the only angle. For people to get elected, get reelected, to say, oh, I'm trying to do something about this, you see the measure I just passed. Read the measures and tell me how good the measure is actually going to be at solving the issue. Nah, that ain't it. Bruh, y'all start reporting each other. I told you, we already had this conversation. When the police start reporting the police for doing their foolishness, we can have a conversation about citizens reporting each other. Until that time, we're not having that conversation, bro. Until, until that happens, we're not having that conversation. Until y'all start holding each other accountable, y'all start firing each other. Y'all get rid of, um, what's that, what's that, what's that, um, I forgot that, I forgot the name of that law. When y'all, when y'all really start knocking down those walls, that blue wall of silence and all that bullshit, when y'all really start attacking that, then come holler at me about society. Come, then we can have that conversation. I'm willing to have that conversation at that point. When y'all can just be quiet and let things play out and, and y'all don't get charged or whatever the case may be, y'all can get fired here and go to the next county over and get and get another job as a cop. When all that bullshit stops, then we can have a conversation about what society needs to do within society. Until then, I'm not having that conversation. Because it's asinine. You can't expect one people to hold themselves accountable while other people get to run them up at their own whim. It don't work like that. It's either going to be a standard across the board, there ain't going to be no standard. It's going to be the wild, wild west. Everybody clip up and shoot out. That's the math I'm going to do. That's the math I'm going to do. But ain't no way in hell the uh, police going to keep saying, oh, citizens need to start reporting uh, citizens. No, yo, when y'all start reporting each other, then we can have that conversation. I'm more than willing to have that conversation at that point. When y'all stop riding down telling people who ratting, and this is what y'all doing, call me a liar. Call me a liar. When y'all stop riding down, a group of dudes standing over there and saying, hey, yo, you know your man ratted on y'all. You know your man telling, your man down there signed a statement on y'all. And then they family get murdered because y'all want to be cool and, and, and put people under the pressure or, or let people know who the CI is. When y'all stop doing backhanded stuff like that, then we can have a conversation about hold, holding people accountable, man. I'm too deep in this conversation to, to even have this conversation for real. I know all the dirty shit. All the dirty shit cops do. I know intimately. <laughs> intimately. You know what I'm saying? Intimately. When y'all start running around here like y'all got a badge to kill, a badge to steal, a badge to do whatever y'all want to do because of this badge, then we can have this conversation. At that point, we can't have this conversation. When y'all walk around with some conduct, some principles and parameters, shit, we can have a conversation. But y'all don't, so we can't have this conversation. You know how y'all rock, you know how y'all get down, y'all know how y'all move around. Do something about that part. I know you can only do something within your, your circumference. Do something in your circumference, then we can holler, we can have a real conversation. But until that point, we're not having that conversation. Not what I order that conversation. That's finito, done, kaput. It's bullshit. It's some Jedi mind shit. It's some deflection shit. And then people do tell, and the DA's office can't even get on witness protection. How about that part? And they whole family get killed because they want to cooperate. Come on, man. Well, you ain't got the experience, bro. Because like I told you, it's levels to that street activity. 
what you see, magnify that by a thousand. I told you that. Like I said, people cooperate. People do got some people that have cooperated and they whole family or themselves got killed behind cooperating because the DA's office ain't had the money to relocate them. No witness protection money, no nothing. Had that conversation. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you what I know factually. I'm not making nothing up. I'm telling you what I know factually. There's levels to that, man. There's levels to this conversation. When you start getting into cities that got a million plus, trust me, you see a whole totally different animal. Totally, whole totally different animal. It's way different. You can't even fathom. You got whole families that got killed under the guise of assisting the police. Ain't nobody assisting y'all no more. Y'all assist each other. Everybody got time to die behind. Y'all got what y'all wanted. Y'all got y'all murder rate. Y'all got y'all clearance. But now you got to add two or three more because y'all ain't, like I said, y'all ain't got no money to offer them no protection. Miss Mabel got her, her good Sunday hat shot off because y'all ain't got no protection money. Come on, man. Bro, rat. Two totally different conversations in two different worlds, man. Police need to do do something different first. That damn sure don't hold each other accountable. No, I ain't lying. That's the That's the sign. No lies there at all. Yep. Only thing y'all say is, oh yeah, you know, so and so's a jackass. That's why he did that. That's the wrong answer. Ain't no my bad on that. Cause we don't get a my bad. We get a shouldn't have done with that. Shouldn't have did that. We got somewhere for you to sit for a little while. That's what we get. Come on, bro. We're going to have a conversation. Had a real conversation. Come back home, Charlie. Real Rap came. Politics on the corner. i see y'all in a minute, man. But y'all already know how I give it up, man. Principles and parameters. We ain't doing nothing else. We stand on what we stand on. You don't like it, remove yourself.